Welcome back to What You Will Learn. My name is Adam Ashton. G'day, good evening. My name is Adam Jones. Today we're reviewing, we're going to be left to center here. We're doing Unstoppable by Bill Nye, Harnessing Science to Change the World. Uh, Bill Nye, the science guy. What a character. Yeah. He's got a, actually, he's got a new show called Bill Nye Saves the World on Netflix. Check mm. it out. He's got a hot assistant. Yeah, we just watched an episode. <laughs> Mate, I, could, I, could hardly, I wasn't even listening to Bill. She was so hot. <laughs> Who was that chick? Ridiculously hot. Didn't, didn't she come some, to Australia for a bit or something? Uh, a Victoria's Secret model. Yeah. Mate, I can understand, you know, bring a different sort of audience in there, but I, I didn't she learn any so science. Hot. I did she not learn too any, far. any was science. too much. <laughs> Mate, she was a 10. She's absolutely... Anyway. She was so tall. Oh, she was phenomenal. But yeah, so his initial <laughs> show, Bill Nye the Science Guy, started in 1992. So as you said, harnessing science to change the world. This is like... Um, he goes over a lot of stuff. How many chapters are there? Like almost 40 chapters. Mm. Gives a little bit of ideas about all these different things that's going wrong with the world at the moment. Yeah. So his, his goals are quite clear. So unstoppable, he means us being human species that are unstoppable. Like we solve all these problems that, mm. that are in front of us and even more in, in terms of like space exploration and things like that. It's just basically how we get from where we are now to being some fucking incredible species doing awesome shit, and yeah. Yeah, <laughs> that's it. Uh, well, I guess by way of starting off, he says like, you know, if you worry about things, most people do, you're living at a great time because you're saying there's a lot to worry about. Climate change is coming, and it's coming right at you. Yep. So it's coming right now, and he, but he says, you know, worrying doesn't do anything. You need to actually get out there and do something. Yeah, man. It's like, yeah, climate change, it's, it's going to be fucking wild. So he says, regardless of where you are on Earth, you will, you will live... To see your life or the life of your kids and their friends change due to the overall mm. warming of the planet, and we don't doesn't really, in popular conversation it never really gets brought up. But this is you know it's going to be huge. Yeah, so. I think so. Basically, this book is like a whole bunch of different ideas as to what you could do. Different ideas, and I, I guess you're sort of hoping someone is inspired and takes one and tries to fix it. Yeah, mm. he was saying that in 1964 the world population ticked over to three billion. And now, 2017. So what, what's that? 50 years, 50 years later, mm. it's up to 7.3 billion. So it's almost gone up 150 yeah. percent on top of that. Well, it he crazy says, growth. He says that so the whole thing of climate change and all that has come from our desire to get more done with less effort and multiply that by billions of people. So you know that's what fossil fuels are really based on. It's mm. us to be more productive with everything we do so we mm. use that fossil fuels to get more done and be more productive and but then the fossil fuels fuck up everything yeah now it's yeah Mate, this is sort of more your domain so you lead the you lead the show on this one <laughs> yeah yeah that from reading this bad stuff's coming <laughs> if yeah, you don't do right. something about it so he's, he also says the atmosphere is as thick as the layer of a, a layer of varnish on just your little standard classroom globe as well mm-hmm. So mm. I think there's been a few astronauts in history as well when they you know go out to space. It's the one thing they see. It's how fragile mm. the the atmosphere is. Because cool. and he's big on this point in chapter one that we're not like we're we're not renters passing by. You, know, mm. you just trash the house and then you move on to the next joint. Now throw a big fucking house party. <laughs> it's not like that. You, yeah. you we're living here. This is it. And yep. We're all in it together, and and pretty much everyone's going to get around and involved. Yeah, which really isn't really happening at the moment, is it? No, definitely not. So definitely yeah, not. cool man. So the, yeah, chapter two, it's like the same kind of premise called a greatness. So he says that no single idea or technology is going to save us. Mm. It's you know it's a combination of a lot of things, and it's on both sides. So it might be 
being more efficient and using less and then maybe having using new technology to actually give you the, the better energy and things like that. He says here that the, you know, people who might say, oh, climate, there's no such thing as climate change or the world always changes temperature and things like that. He's saying that's like human activity is linked to climate change the same way smoking is linked to um, lung cancer. So he's saying, yeah, you might get lung cancer anyway, but smoking definitely accelerates that. So he's saying, yeah, the climate's going to warm up, but all this human activity is definitely accelerating that warming. Yeah. And he says it's it's similar to like very similar to smoking in the sense like 40 years ago, there was obviously scientists and po- politicians who were just punching on the table and saying, you know, there's no connection between lung yeah, cancer and smoking. Doctors smoking and doctors, doctors having darts. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so that's very similar now, obviously, with climate mm. change. So it took, you know, decades for after the science for it just mm. to hit mainstream. So, you know, it seems to be a bit of a lag time as well now. Yeah, but we got there in the end. He said in the past we've made a mess, but... We always cleaned it up. So we're saying this is, we're in an absolute mess at the moment, but we can clean it up. Yeah, definitely. So yeah, the, the next chapter, what he goes into is a hothouse <clears throat> of disbelief. So he goes into a little bit of the actual science, climate science behind global warming. And he actually studied astronomy under Carl Sagan. Yeah. when I, As soon as I saw Carl Sagan, I was like, wow, that's that's cool. Yeah, it's pretty lucky. Cosmos. Yeah, crazy. Sagan is a cool dude. Hmm. So the whole idea of global warming is from the, the greenhouse effect. So there'll be energy from the sun, which is mostly visible light. It comes through our atmosphere unimpeded. And then once it hits the surface, some of it turns into like radiant kind of heat kind of energy. So part of it's absorbed and then some of that gets re-radiated back out into the atmosphere. And then certain types of molecules or atoms and things like that emit for a certain wavelength for that radiant heat to hit it and then it strikes it back to earth and that's carbon, mm-hmm. di- carbon dioxide and water uh-huh okay cool oh. yeah. <laughs> sorry man, i've got nothing to go on from there yeah so <laughs> i'm still trying to take it in <laughs> <laughs> so yeah carbon dioxide is is one of those out and and there's always been carbon dioxide there it's just that the amount of carbon dioxide now is putting a slightly you know slightly greater uh you know, bounce back at the energy. So it's yeah. just, just that little bit. And and everything in our environment is has evolved to be this, you know, specific temperature and this certain type of climate. So the more we change it, the more we get away from that, that's where the, uh, you know, the threat of collapse starts coming in. So is it meant to be? So, it's, so it comes in, yep. like the light and the energy comes in and it's meant to go back out, but the more carbon means someone gets trapped and comes back. Is that mm. right? Yeah. Okay. I think that's, and I'm pretty sure it's the same thing, say, for... I'm pretty sure I'm probably could be wrong, but like same thing for a car, you know, with the windows up. Yeah. Comes yeah. in, heats the car up and yeah. then doesn't doesn't get back out. Yeah, I'm with you. And he's but he's so he's saying there's a lot of stuff uh, either really heavily against, you know, or saying how bad um, greenhouse gases are and then there's some that say, No, this is all bullshit. So he's saying you've got to be careful where you hear your uh, where you get your info from. So he's saying newspapers and magazines, they want to sell copies, so they're going to make it sound so drastic. Mm. And then maybe some politicians have got financial and political agendas, so they're fueled by money, so they might say one thing or the other. So you've got to be careful who you listen to. Yeah. He talks a lot about the deni- climate change deniers in yeah. Europe, doesn't he? And in his show we just watched as well, <laughs> yeah. he's, uh, he, he hates them. <laughs> <laughs> Took the piss out of them, basically. Yeah, man. So, so obviously after the, you know, talking about the big, task that all humans have on our hands at the moment he moves now into chapter eight which is 
more about you know electrical generation and the opportunities there. Mm. So as you can tell, there's 36 chapters. We're going to skip a couple and pick out the best ones. Yep. But he's saying there's a whole bunch of, at the moment, I guess the most common way of creating electricity is through burning fossil fuels, yep. which then emits carbon dioxide. But he's saying there's a whole bunch of different ways we could do it instead, yeah, mm. that are a lot cleaner, yep. cleaner energy. So this all started back in the day with a, a scientist dude called Faraday. So everyone knew then like electricity flowing through wires or a field. So what do you do? You put an electric field around a compass and it moved the compass. So they knew there was like an electric field. But he, so what Faraday, he was the first one to notice that if you actually move a magnet around the wire, you'll get electricity. So knowing that moving a magnet around the wire in a magnetic field creates a current, that's how we started generating electricity and then uh, making yeah. all kinds of things with this electricity. So he was the first one to discover that and it, it changed the whole world. So what a legend. Since then, you know, everything is everything we see now is powered by electricity, isn't it? When was um when did Faraday oh, sorry man, I might be throwing you under the bus here. I can't Don't find know. the Siri? No, no Siri. <laughs> <laughs> We did Siri in an earlier episode, didn't yeah, we? Yeah, I don't think we got a, a good answer. You got the dude Siri. It was, <laughs> it was early 1800s, yeah? Yeah, something like that, early, 18, early 1800s. So, yeah, so basically that's the whole concept of electricity. It's spinning a magnet around the wires, and then, uh-huh. and that's what coal does. So at the moment, coal, you burn the, the fossil fuel, creates enormous amounts of heat, and then that pressure spins the turbine. So that's the goal of renewable Energy, a lot of the time, is to spin the turbine as well. So finding a way to create energy to spin turbines. Yeah, nice. Mate, do you want to tell us about nuclear energy, Chapter 10? Because I don't get it. Uh, yeah. Well, or do you want to skip it? No, we'll go through it yeah. a little bit. So we'll, we'll just give it a preface a bit. And the science part of it, it's, it's <laughs> we might difficult. Be off. <laughs> yeah, we'll try our best. But yeah, so in the 1950s and 60s, people thought nuclear was going to come in and just revolutionize everything. Yeah. Didn't really happen too much. So, mate, you're going to help me try and get no. into it? No. <laughs> all right. So, mate, all I know about nuclear is like in The Simpsons. Yeah. A bit of nuclear waste comes out the other end, so I assume it's probably not all good. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, in an in a atom, you have a the electrons on the outer core, and they're held together by something called the weak nuclear force. Mm-hmm. And then the nucleus, which has protons and neutrons and things like that it's called the strong nuclear force mm-hmm. so the, the protons and and neutrons because they're all positive they have a tremendous repelling charge mm-hmm. right so you can imagine how big that repel is so the force holding them together must be huge to keeping them inside without just fucking going nuts and then blowing everything out so the whole idea of nuclear energy the way i interpreted it is to make use of this strong nuclear force and they do that by pumping in a neutron into the middle of the atomic, the nucleus. And then I think after pumping one in, there's a f- more than one pop out. So the uh-huh. so there's like a few neutrons or whatever pop out and then they release. And then they have this huge repelling force, which creates this huge energy. And then that's how, because the, there's less uh, atoms, or sorry, less neutrons or protons in the in the mm-hmm. nuclei. That's ra- radioactive decay because the actual atomic structure is changing, and you have, and that's how you get something decaying from something like uranium down into lead. I think. 
<laughs> I reckon I'm about seventy percent right there. That's good, mate. I've left you high and dry with that one, but I think you've done well. Yeah. So, mate, the hugest issue everyone's worried about with nuclear is it's it might be a low risk of something happening, but high cost. Uh huh. So if the whole thing blows up, yeah, we're cooked. So if the whole world starts going down, that there might be you know thousands and thousands of nuclear reactors. We're bound to get a few <laughs> stuff yeah. up. What Bill yeah. talks about is there's. 3,100 deep sea drilling oil platforms in the world. And we do, it's the same thing with nuclear. Uh-huh. We get these huge oil spills. There's a few accidents fucking, every yeah. now and then. Cool. Yeah. Okay, cool. Well, the next one he talks about, chapter 12, the power of the sun. And he's saying that the sun just throws out so much energy. And the issue is we can't use it directly just because it's so spread out, but there's ways to harness it, yeah. Mm. You can bake scones. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what Bill did when he was young. He got mirrors and he directed all the mirrors toward his scones and then he started yeah, cooking nice. his scones and then he ate, started eating them. Year seven, we did a project. We had to try and cook a sausage and like we had to build a... Did you? Build like a, a dip thing and a, a skewer and like a whole bunch of reflective stuff yeah. trying to cook a snag. Bill will be proud didn't, of that. It didn't work. But yeah, yeah. So, yeah. I just I built a shit one. <laughs> so yeah, this is called concentrated solar thermal. So uh, California has this with the 173,000 mirrors to yeah. track the motion of the sun, they all direct it to, and then they create steam, and then this steam spins this turbine, like I was saying before. Mate, that's crazy. And the, Mate, was it all like sort of Arnie? He was a man that sort of brought yeah, this Arnie's, about. Yeah, he's Arnold man, Schwarzenegger, he? he sort of, he was the governor of California at the time, and he brought it about. Yeah. Good on him. What and, a ledge. Absolute legend. And then the, obviously the other way of solar is just photovoltaics, just your classic solar panels. Is that obvious? Oh, classic, yeah. Yeah, it's your solar panel. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, difference. That's that's energy, isn't it? Yeah. One, mate? Uh, so the next one was wind. So another way we could do it is through wind. And so he's saying that the wind is basically also created by the sun, yeah, and that it warms up certain patches of air and that warm air wants to spread out to find cooler air to cool down and that, that creates the wind. Um, and he's saying that you can then use the wind to spin turbines which to then generate electricity and mm. there's no CO2 emissions in that. Yeah. Bang on. So Mate, why is it controversial? Because I know, you know, they talk about <clears throat> in Victoria here, you know, oh, we don't want wind turbines. Yeah. It's so bad. What's so wrong So in the that? Herald Sun, so Herald Sun <laughs> for our international listeners, that's like your full conservative kind of yeah. newspaper that is, you know, your 60-year-old granddad is reading with the paper with his coffee and a ciggy on a Sunday morning. But... Yeah, this whole article about winter drop turbine syndrome started coming around about I think six times, and then someone looked into the study and it was like six blokes on a farm who the study was about or something. It was just guys, and and so they made up this term wind turbine syndrome. So, so what did they say? They just went crazy or something? Yeah, they went crazy, and yeah. it was basically all just the biggest crock of shit. <laughs> oh yeah, so there's nothing wrong with them? No. Oh, okay. They look good, man. I love them. Yeah, they're pretty cool. So the, the problem with wind turbines, though, is you need to get them kind of high in the air. So it says the mm. air toward the surface of the ground kind of sticks. So you need to get away from this something mm. he calls the boundary layer. And unfortunately, you have to do this in like out, way out of the cities, which uh-huh. is away from our, where we need the energy. So you've got yeah. transmission problems and things like that. He was saying, I guess for reference, he says one and a half times the size of the Statue of Liberty. That's how high you have to get the... The, um, the the turbine. Yeah. Chapter 16, Dude, Where's My Battery Pack? Yeah. Cool stuff, this one, yeah? Yeah. So basically, you're saying like the early, early electric cars, the battery lasts about for about 80 kilometers or 50 miles. And the most recent Tesla Model S, 
um, is more like 500 kilometers or 300 miles, mm. which is because you could easily do 80 k's in a day and you run out of charge, obviously. But 500 k's that gets you a fair way. Mm. Mate, we both test drove a Model S, didn't we? Yeah, it's phenomenal. Fucking awesome. So good, man. But yeah, this is the absolute holy grail is is energy storage because wind and solar it's all good and well when the sun's out and when the wind's blowing, but when it's not, (laughs) where do we get our energy from then? So if we can store that power, and batteries is one, which is really exciting at the moment, isn't it? Like lithium-ion battery and Tesla been letting go of the the power wall and things like that. Mm. So I think that that has developed a lot since he wrote the book, which is 2015, so it just shows how fast technology's coming now. Yeah, definitely. Um, next was the quest for storage as well, which you talked a little bit more. So is this where he was talking about the power wall sort of? Yeah. 1.3 meter by one meter. And you said it can power a house through day? Yeah, something like that. So, and it's modular. So I think you can fit them all together. And I think that there's some places in the, around the world who've got these industrial sized batteries and things like that. And Elon Musk was actually speaking to Malcolm Turnbull. About oh, really? Solving Adelaide's problems. Oh, I remember saying that. Yeah, yeah. Cause, um, just recently, probably after this book, uh, Solar City and Elon Musk announced the the solar roof tiles as well, didn't they? Yeah. So rather than the your ugly, big, bulky solar panels, they made regular looking roof tiles that had that um, that were yeah solar panels, but mm. disguised as roof tiles. Yeah. Mate, that- Elon Musk is saving the world. Yeah. <laughs> Basically, he's a man. He's, uh, it's absolutely inve- inevitable though. If you just like track the progression of renewable energy and, and green and cleaner technologies as compared to the progression of like the dirty coal industry and things like that it's like inevitable and it's just so obviously coming so it's that. coming oh 100 so we're safe yeah okay good <laughs> um chapter 21 is <laughs> no, called moving not. our masses and he was saying that trains are just like so much better than cars mm. and he gives a whole bunch of reasons first he says that there's one tenth of the friction of like train versus cars on the road um trains are electric so obviously uh you don't have to burn petrol um to make the train go energy can come from deceleration so when the train slows down they can it can get a bit of that energy back it's efficient it's fast there's no interruptions there's less deaths um you can do other things while you're on a train whereas when you're driving a car obviously all you can do is drive a car basically saying Everyone should trains get on the trains. Yeah. And then next level is Hyperloop. When that yeah. Comes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which is good. Mate, what's it go there? So that's even... So it's, you, you made the case then for friction. It's like, yeah. I think that they make it in a vacuum, yeah. the Hyperloop. So they put a pod in, so there's pretty much zero friction. Yeah. So then they can just accelerate to like I heard it's, yeah. ridiculous speeds. I heard a stat, something like Los Angeles to Las Vegas in 20 minutes or something. Yeah. So the huge... You can imagine the so business case a, for that. You, you, massive, mate, you could live in You have to have a tunnel rock. the whole way. Yeah, I'm not sure. Yeah, it would. Yeah. Yeah, and it just sucks. It's just not like teleportation sucks. yet. No. No, that's the next level. Don't know, <laughs> yeah, cool. Next one is is setting a fair price for a better planet. Yep. Which is the obvious one, which is carbon tax. Yeah. So corporations aren't the issue. You know, they're just behaving rationally. Like the system we've got, which is just capitalism, which is cool. It, it, it's just. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, mate. I was wondering where you're going. You're Capitalism's gonna... good. Yeah. <laughs> mate, let me jump in for a sec, mate. Uh, basically, you're saying if, if there's a problem and you want to change behavior or you want to try and fix something, there's a few ways you can do it. The first level is like a technical solution. And so I use the example that if cars are going too fast, you can like put some bends in and put some speed bumps in. So that's like mm-hmm. your technical solution. If that's still not working, then you can put in, say, like a policy or regulation. So that would be like 
putting in speed limits. And then if that's not working, you go to the third level, which is like a financial like or, or a tax or for cars, it would be like you start having people police the speed limits. Yeah. And then if they go over the speed limit, then you have to pay for it. So they're saying, they're sort of saying that the financial option is the, the best way to do the... Yeah. The, the carbon stuff is that right yeah that's where I was trying to go with yeah <laughs> so the, there's no uh, financial incentive for, for them to go for it and you know a lot of the reason like why why would they um, out of maybe out of morality but you know that's mm. you're not going to be in business long if you just <laughs> in a yeah. sometimes <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. As, mate, they, if we want to get shit done, they just keep doing it. Yeah. Keep pumping that, uh, burning that coal, mate. Burning yeah. that oil, just keep pumping it out, keep things churning over. So obviously if you had a carbon tax, you'd, you'd, off, you'd take the money from the coal industry, there's a bit of tax they're paying, and then uh, use it to subsidise renewable energy and, and research and things like that. And in Australia, they had it for, going for a little while, didn't they? Or they yeah. were about to, but then they canned it. Absolutely canned it. There was people crying, calling back talk back radio, pulling <laughs> their eyes out, huge protests. It was just like we're going to war or something. I don't know what it was, but we lost our shit, didn't we? <laughs> yeah, cool, man. Chapter 35 is just unstoppable species. Yeah, basically it says there's two ideas we need to all get our head around. We need to embrace it. First, we're all in this together. And second, the longest journey begins with a single step. Mm. so he says you know we've all got to do there's all some, there's something we can do there's a long way to go but we've got to start somewhere yeah love it man what do you reckon Bill Nye the science guy uh, it was pro- a lot of it was probably over my head I'd say mm. uh, but I can definitely see I can sort of see what he's trying to do and that he's giving a whole bunch of different ideas you know a whole yeah. bunch of 36 chapters 36 different things you can have a crack at yeah if someone's like you know they're, they're studying it um, high school or university and they're thinking they're in this area and they think yeah fuck I should really go and spend the next five years trying to solve this issue yeah you can tell he's like going for the, I reckon the teenagers kind of thing yeah. isn't he inspire them to go out there and do something yeah because yeah he doesn't really go into the technical information so much just just a little brief overview yeah and then say some really bad jokes. <laughs> There's a few shitty gags. He's yeah. mate. He's not funny. Can you say? <laughs> can you say you used to be a comedian? Apparently, before he was the Bill Nye the Science Guy, he was a stand-up comedian. Yeah, mate. He's lost it. Oh, <laughs> he's, I don't know if he lead balloons. <laughs> We're in that TV show. The audience must have been told when to laugh yeah. because the gags weren't funny. And in, in the, the book, TV show, in the book, it was like, every chapter was like pun intended. Pun intended. <laughs> like, mate, that was shocking. Puns. Just, it was a bad pun. <laughs> But yeah, Bill. That's it, mate. Should Fucking we sing the nighttime Pussy Crusher song? The song of the puss. <laughs> <laughs> Pull it. Don't stop. <laughs> Bill! Unstoppable! Bill! Bill, Bill! Bill, nah, the science guy! Bill with the big wheelie, he's the big! Harness science to change the world! Oh, Billy, Billy, Bill! Bill's got a hot assistant! Oh, Bill, Bill, oh! Save the world, Bill! Save the world, Bill! Battery back, battery back, that's Bill when he's battery back! Coffin is bad, coffin is bad! Sun, sun, wind! Nuclear, nuclear, nuclear and nuclear! Hey! Save me, Bill! Save the world! Save the world, Bill, with your big dick!